The following podcast may contain strong language, graphic descriptions of violence, and other content which is of an adult nature. This podcast is intended only for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Game Luster presents Cyberpunk Red, Nephilim Echo, a tabletop podcast of a limited Cyberpunk Red campaign. The players are Brennan as Locke, Haley as Olive, Mike as Slash, Kate as J45, and Tim as Doc. The Game Master is Axel. This is DJ Can Cry on 97.6 The Stack. And guess what? It is the weekend. Yay, the weekend. But unfortunately, before we can just waste our time and kill our brain cells on various types of music, we got to do the news. I know, I know. You hate it, I hate it. But my corporate overlords say we got to put it out there. So let's get down to it. First off, Great news coming out of the High Riders. The first long-term manned mission to the Saturn system is currently being planned. Up to this point, there have been flyby robot probes, but now they are talking about sending a 10-man team to the moon of Titan, where they will land for approximately two weeks in an attempt to see what is really down there. Scientific probes have discovered ethane lakes and other sub-zero temperatures, but the ESA, along with the High Riders, have stated that they are very excited about pushing the frontiers of science and possibly making new discoveries for our solar system and the betterment of mankind. In other news, Danger Girl has announced that they are renewing their contract with the United States government to offer security services for the President, Congress, and the Supreme Court. CEO Michiko Sanderson has gone on record and stated that we take our responsibilities to our nation very seriously. The fact that we are a private organization does not in any way, shape, or form compromise our values, nor does it suggest that we have any ulterior motives other than the safety of our clients, private or government. And finally, Militech, in a related story, is currently being investigated by a Senate subcommittee on private armed services. This appears to be in response to the Mohinga incident, which occurred in Panama a few months ago. The CEO was currently unavailable for comment, but COO Dexter Manley was suitably grilled by the senators over a number of issues, including the drone, as well as potential financial losses and OAS complaints about environmental damage. This report has been brought to you by Ziggurat Internet Services. When you want to ascend to the next level of net interaction and data pool media consumption, you need to climb the Ziggurat. All right, so let's kick it off with some old school samurai here on 97.6 The Stack. Rocket Chumbas. So it's uh, it's been about a week or so since the party. Well, actually, a little, a little more than a week since the party, and also a little more than a week uh, since after the party. Uh, Olive, there's a knock at your door. Oh, not again. <laughs> no, oh, shit. Okay, um, I guess I'll look out of the little people. Uh, seems to be a 
regular, unassuming courier holding a modestly sized box. Uh, I cautiously open the door. Uh, yeah, I got a package here. Uh, it's from Malorian Arms. I'll be taking that right away. Okay, uh, can I get your thumbprint so you can sign for it? Yeah, I guess so. He holds out a little thumbprint scanner. And I stick my thumb on it. Scanner beeps. He takes it away. Hands you the package. Thanks. He looks around for a moment. Lady, why do you live in a shithole if you're getting packages from Malorian Arms? Why are you asking questions you don't need to know the answer to? I'm naturally curious. Oh, that sucks for you. And I close the door. Alright. Inside the box is what looks like a gun belt, some accessories for magazines, a holster, and a note. The note reads, Terribly sorry. Should have remembered to give this to you last week. Actually took me a little while to find all the appropriate parts. Cleaning kit's in the bottom of the box. You can set up the holster and belt however you like. My recommendation would be a cross-draw setup. Be good to her. The note is signed, Aram Maller. Oh, remind me to write him a thank you letter. Certainly shall. Other than that, uh, what have you been doing for the last week or so? Staring at my gun. <laughs> That's not disturbing. Uh, this is my <laughs> rifle, this is my gun, this is for fighting, this is for fun. I don't know what to do with it besides use it, so I've just been looking at it, thinking of other ways that I could carry it around before I got this, so. Alright, J45. Yep. What all have you been up to? <laughs> Locked in my room, composing sad, heartbroken music about how the love of my life is gone, and I've been in this... God's forsaken city for months and I still haven't found him. And maybe learning a little Jeet Kune Do from like the data pools or something? Yeah. When do I it, have do the, it the energy. Yes, that 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 has that was your uh, your martial arts skill <laughs> that I gave you. Yes. You know Kung Fu. No no to Jeet Kune Do. Hopefully impress him if I ever find him <laughs> so, again. Look, Johnny Silverhands only recognizes Kung Fu. <laughs> only recognizes kung fu everything is kung fu to him nobody knows why alright if you would make me a charismatic impact roll oh no what am I trying to do what am I trying to do you're suffering for your art <laughs> oh oh I, I, I rolled good yes you did it turns out that while you've been writing some of this stuff, you've inadvertently been releasing a couple of tracks up onto the data pools, and you're weirdly starting to get some attention. You're making fans. Nice. Guess I'm not the only broken heart in Night City. Indeed. All right. Slash, what have you been up to since the party? You know, playing dives, trying to get a little more exposure from my band. Roll me a charismatic impact roll, please. You haven't necessarily been setting the world on fire, but you've definitely been trying to get a following. It's a small following, but you know, you, you've definitely got some fans. They're they're wanting to know about merch and whatnot. Yeah, uh, t-shirts sold in back. All right. Locke, what have you been doing? I suppose I've been trying to shadow more... Uh, oh, God, what is it called? Mvac? Hi, I always forget the name of the our Arrow little... Arrow Zaps, thank you. I have to write that down. 
I've been shadowing more arrows at pilots, and in the meantime, also trying to just discreetly learn anything I can about Harry Masachek. The biggest source for that is probably going to be Barton. So I spend a lot of time with Bard, or attempt to at least. I don't know if it's actually successful. Make me a conversation check, please. Oh, Daddy needs a new pair of shoes. Okay, I'll take. Uh, you do spend some time with Barden over the over the week. He does tell you a few stories. You get the impression Harry was as much of an enigma to most of the Nephilim as he is to you right now. And this was a man who had his secrets and he kept them very close to the vest. That said, you also get the impression that Harry, when he's on the job, he's very no-nonsense. And he will do whatever it takes to get the job done. This is useful. This is useful, but also scary. Cool. Also, Bart and I just, like, hang out like friends, you know, every now and then. Like, I'm not just trying to use him for information. Like, I, at this point, I feel like Locke kind of cares about Barden. He kind of has to, because he's been helping us out so much. It's like, we slam back some brews every now and then. <laughs> yeah. But that's, that's it, though. <laughs> Alright, Doc. What all have you been up to? Mostly providing my services to the people of the town, building up goodwill, and seeing if anybody might have any uh, information on my lost associates. Make me a conversation check, please. Alrighty. Now, through casual conversation, the occasional drink, maybe the occasional toot of uh, pharmaceutical-grade cocaine, you do get a couple of vague rumors about potential leads, but nothing definitive yet. I'll have to keep probing. Yep. Locke, you get a call from Rex. Go for Locke. What's up? Hey, Lafatz. Wanted to check in, see how you're doing, see uh, how your friend Olive survived the, the Wild Bunch. I mean, I, she hasn't turned up in, like, a graveyard or anything, or, you know, flayed alive in the street, so I'm guessing it couldn't have gone too awful bad. It pretty much went uh, almost exactly as you described, except... Um, and I don't really know how, if I'm being completely honest with you, but we went, we were fairly honest with them, and I feel as though they appreciated our honesty, and we pretty much walked away unscathed, and Olive even walked out of it with the connection to Malorian Arms, so Ooh. honestly, I felt like that was a giant win, although it could have easily have gone very poorly, um, because like you said, we weren't we weren't there because we did something great, so... Yeah, uh, Ilya Polyakov is, uh, he's one of the wild bunch, and he's, he's got a temper, so. And yeah, totally. That I could, we picked up on that. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, other than that, uh, it's, it's been fine, though. Thank you for helping us before with that and checking in. Um, yeah, we're just, um. I guess we're trying to change our, our game plan now. I really am not 100% sure what our next step is. Just that we have to be on our fucking toes. As always. More so than before. Yeah. Well, listen. Uh, I've been keeping some feelers out for uh, news on Clarence Reeves. Uh, I don't know what you remember exactly. I told you that he was a local kid, made good, 
graduated really high up from Stanford and then came back here to Night City. There are a couple of interesting tidbits, though, stuff that is not necessarily in the official record. I'm listening. One, he had a brother. Emphasis on Had. Had. Yeah. Had. Okay. Yeah. Apparently, the brother took a bullet in the arm when he was a kid. Some Iron Sights guy went completely psycho one day. Random shot. Dumb luck. Kid lost his arm. Reeves tried building him a prosthetic arm. He was like 12 years old. It was actually kind of sweet. But his brother did not come away unscathed mentally. Clarence goes on to college, graduates with honors. His brother is busking down in the corporate zone and, you know, bum and change. <laughs> he happened to be near Arasaka Tower the night the nuke went off. Oh. Yeah. Clarence was, you know, down at Stanford, but he came back shortly after the bomb went off. But that's not the most interesting thing. Or rather, that's the, that's the most interesting thing that I can absolutely confirm. Interesting. Okay. The other interesting thing which I can't confirm, or at least can't get solid confirmation on, is that he may have uh, he may have done some very naughty shit. That doesn't surprise me. It's a goddamn suit. This is a little naughtier than most. Oh. The word on the street is that he raided the kitchen. The kitchen is Biotechnica's R&D skunk works. You know all those unicorns, all those new strains of hexatriticale that they use for chew too. All no, that. No, I thought you meant he took a sandwich from the fridge. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, all of that <laughs> and more. You know, the crown jewels of Biotechnica are in the kitchen, and word is that he managed to put to an off-the-books raid and hit it hard. He stole all manner of data and prototypes. But, of course, nobody's saying what data or what prototypes. I will keep that noted, Rex. Yeah. That could be extremely, extremely helpful. If that is allegedly true. You know, it allegedly is definitely the uh, adjective to be using there. Because yeah. if that was the case, and he was proven to have done that, yeah, uh, WorldSat would give him up in a heartbeat, you know, and he would likely be facing jail time, which in his case would probably be several years of uh, correctional brain dance, among other things. Mm -hmm. I could live with that outcome. I was thinking worse, but it's better than nothing. Yeah. I'll keep my my ear to the ground and see if anything else pops up. I appreciate it, Rex. Alright. Take it easy. Stay frosty. About 20 minutes later, phone rings again. <laughs> caller ID. Go for luck. <laughs> oh, I didn't even check the caller ID. Whoops. Caller ID says unknown. When you pick up... Hey, Locke! It's Harry. How you doing, kid? Block? <laughs> Are we scared?
so sorry about that. I don't know what happened. You okay? Gun to your head? Gun to my head? Gun to my... What? You, you, you seem to kind of cut out there, kid. Oh, yeah, no. All right? Yeah, yeah, no. I have no idea, like, what actually happened. I don't... Sorry about that. Yeah, no problem. Well, listen, kid. I got news. And I got a job. <sighs> okay. All right. What's this? What's the job, Harry? Well, we are getting into the end game against uh, our friend, Mr. Reeves. And I need one little thing to really, really make sure this works. So I gotta ask you a question. Oh, Jesus. How do you feel about uh, radiation sources? I mean... Uh, they're okay, I guess? I mean... There's, as long as there's no radioactive spiders, I think I'm fine. I think I can guarantee no radioactive spiders. Okay, cool. So, here's the deal. There is a salvage opportunity which has come up. In the old city core, there are a number of warehouses, along with other loading docks for businesses and whatnot. A lot of trucks got stopped when the nuke went off, so they are still loaded with stuff. And there is one load in particular that I am interested in. There is a set of Kendachi TCS 4700 servers. Now you may ask, why am I interested in Kendachi servers from basically 30 years ago? Answer? WorldSat is using those exact same servers. Okay, I see where the connection to Reeves comes in. I've got some guys I've got a couple of netrunners who have been surreptitiously tapping WorldSat internal communications along their internal networks. Now, if I can clone the servers that are responsible for their security services, I can get you, Barden, and all your other buddies into WorldSat, and you can have a close-up conversation with Clarence Reeves real soon. <sighs> oh my god. But... In order to do that, I need the servers. And they are currently sort of kind of underground. They were in a sub-basement loading dock. I can't get to the loading dock directly. What I can do, however, is I can get a robo-truck in there, and I can get those servers loaded up if you can tag them. But to do that, you're going to need to go underground. You're going to have to find your way through old sewers, service tunnels, all sorts of things. And it's still kind of hot down there. No gamma radiation. Go, God. I mean, seriously, that would just screw you up. It is kind of hot. You know, still a lot of beta radiation, though. Good news is, I've got some gumbies for you. You'll be perfectly safe for about 18 hours. Anything more than that, you might want to make sure you've got some uh, sperm frozen somewhere. I have to freeze my own sperm? What? No, no. See, if you get this done right, you won't have to worry. Oh. Although, you know, hey, if you want to, you know, nip off to the sperm bank real quick and, you know, make a quick donation, hey, go right ahead. I'm not going to stop you. I mean, I could use a couple eddies, but that's not the point. You got to move quick, though. I've got the gumbies. I need you to get in there tonight. Okay. I'll see what we can do. All right. I'm glad to hear it. 
I'll give you the coordinates to meet up for the rendezvous. I'll have the Gumbies ready, along with the, with the beacons. Sounds good, boss. All right. Uh, this is going to be great. I can feel it. So excited. Later, Tater. Later. And he hangs up. Oh, my fucking God. All right. Oh, I got to call a squad <laughs> the together. What was woo that? Woo woo woo. <laughs> Emergency. It's my emergency meeting. Bad sign. idea, squad. Activate. Yeah. <laughs> I ring everyone's agents and I tell them to meet in the lobby, especially Barden. Unfortunately, showing up. Down I arrived there. chugging a yeah, coffee, looking there. like I haven't slept in days. <laughs> Come down, cigarette in my mouth. Right on. So, I got a call from Harry Moscheck, and we all know what that means. Very concerned. Yes, but. He brings us an offering. <laughs> Doesn't he always? Yeah, well, he... That's usually what's so concerning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, he... Okay, so he gets to the point. Let's go. He wants us to grab some WorldSat servers. Um, essentially the servers that are the backbone of their security framework. And we have to go underground... And um, radioactivity underground. We have to tap and copy these servers. And if we do all of this in return, we would have the opportunity to just walk into a world set and Ooh, give, what are we gonna say to give him? Reeves a piece what, of our mind. What piece of our mind do we even want to mm. give him? I look incredibly out of it, chugging what is not my first coffee of the day. Um, the only words that I want to give him... Are the words that are in? Aren't there words engraved on your pistol, Olive? I don't remember, but I just want to oh. put the back of Olive's pistol in this guy's oh, like neck area and then shoot I him. I only touch the. pistol. All right, fine. Well, you can do it. Can I sing him a song about you, how much he sucks? I believe you mean only you touch the pistol as opposed. Anyways. Okay, I'm in. Um. Yes. But yeah, we're gonna we're, we're gonna we're gonna torture the shit out of this guy. I'm thinking about tearing off fingernails. Um, dude, he tried to take our home. Like that's kind of a big fucking deal. Let's be real. So don't you think we should tell the night market people about Harry? Yeah, I kind of do, to be honest. Um, I don't I I don't want to go along with. Whatever Harry's planning, obviously, because we just got yelled at for that. So let's. I feel like I got <laughs> scolded. Yes. As a kid. So let's not do that. But also. They hit the back of my hand and said bad. We, Don't do it again. We can't just, like, not do what he's telling us to because we have to deal with the suit at some point. Reeves has come after this building once. He will come after it again. That That's just inevitable. We're going to have to deal with him. So, I think that the smartest thing to do, like Olive said, would be to tell the people in the night market, but also kind of go along with this for now. Any objections to that? Nope. Yeah, this is all stupid, but I'm doing it anyway. <laughs> yeah. 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 Trust me, owning a building is pretty dumb. I wouldn't recommend it. Um, 
Actually, well, it's not that bad, actually. Eh, pros and cons. Anyway. <laughs> um, we have to do this tonight, by the way. This is a, this is a timely, timely gig. I'm calling my contacts now. Yeah. So, uh, and I hope you guys have some kind of radioactive protection. Because we're going to be dealing with that shit pretty closely. Possibly. See, we just send you and then everyone else stays above ground. Mm, no, no, that's not what the yeah, team effort is that for. that sounds like a great no. idea. Mm, yeah, I love well, that idea. Well, I don't think sacrificing your super is a good idea, but that's just me. I mean... I mean, we don't need you. Okay, you, you, take, you take the deed then. <coughs> Look, okay. We're not turning this into an argument. Fuck you. Um... <laughs> <laughs> No, you Can said you give me the deed. Give me the, the deed. Tonight. It is where we are. <laughs> it's my building now. Hand over the deed. No. Uh, okay then. Liar. <laughs> he didn't have the deed to begin with. God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> he, he, he's just the super. He's not the actual <coughs> owner. Yeah. Just, Runs the place for the Barringers. Some guy <laughs> kicking him out. But yes, um, timely gig. Barton, do you have any words of friendly advice? Uh, did Harry mention that he was providing anything uh, hazard suits, anything like that? He mentioned providing net runners and tappers. Um, oh god, the protective suit. You know what? I was listening to that call, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you. I sort of forgot, which is kind of a problem. Now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> Clock, make me an intelligence roll, please. Uh, this is why we can't have anything nice. Oh god. <laughs> Okay. I'll take it. Okay, you've you have you have things rearranged in your head. He was you he mentioned to you Gumbies. Gumbies, right. Not yeah. Okay. Those are a slang term for hazard suits. Oh, I uh, thought you meant the T V character with the donkey. Yeah. How come we don't get any pokies with these yeah. guys? <laughs> yeah, uh, they are actually... And you can't have J45 roll intelligence checks because J45 is already stupid! <laughs> <laughs> they are radiation suits and they are greenish you know, synthetic material. You know, they have a greenish synthetic color to them uh, but they, they do turn orange if they've taken too much radiation. Start as Gumby, become a Pokey. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's clarified. Very cool. Um, Gumbies. The... Olive? Hola. Make me a streetwise roll, please. Huh. God damn it. You think you've got enough to at least send a message electronically to the dead drop. Uh, it probably won't get picked up tonight, but... At the very least, you'll have given them a heads up. <laughs> oh, well, if we die, they know where to find us. Yep. Uh, any preparations that you all feel like 
you need to make before the evening or other than H no uh, I'll offer does anybody want me to freeze anything for them I mean, if we're stopping at the sperm bank. My whole entire body, because I know this is going to go bad. I can my make tears this. when I cry about how I'm never going to find the love of my life ever again. Because I'm somehow doing dumb jobs for this dumb gang in this dumb city and I've never found him. I don't even have time to go looking. Hmm. Well, I'm not sure I can freeze your tears given how salty they are. Amazing what salt does to the freezing point of liquids. Anyways, yeah, liquid um, nitrogen in should be okay. Frozen yes. Tears is a great title for a new ballad about my broken heart. <laughs> <laughs> Once you've uh, made all of your preparations there, uh, you head to the coordinates that. Uh, Harry gave to uh, Locke. Uh, it's right near the containment fencing surrounding the old city center. Uh, there are very large, very obvious radiation hazard warnings plastered all over the place, along with no trespassing signs and all manner of warnings to say, stay the hell out of here. Sitting a hatchback near a you know, a section of wall, you do see Harry smiling. He's got a very large box sticking just out of the back. Hey, guys. Glad you could make it. So, these are your Gumbies. Uh, they're one size fits all. I love these things. They create a low-level electrostatic field along the surface of the suit. Helps electrostatically repel alpha radiation and provides some resistance to beta radiation. So, you guys should actually be fairly safe. But again, don't dawdle, because, you know, I kind of have to get the, uh, the truck back quickly. So, let's hop to it, shall we? Mm-hmm. Uh, Harry looks at you, Doc. Oh, and, uh, yeah, these are the, uh, these are the models with the uh, anti-rad auto-injectors. He holds up a small, slightly curved piece of electronics with kind of a bump in the middle. Uh, you just slap these on, seal them inside the neck of the suit. Those little pouches right here. These will provide anti-radiation medications directly to the thyroid. So Good to know. Yeah. But uh, you might want to give him a quick diagnostic check just to make sure. All right. What should I roll? Don't need to roll anything. It's okay. just a standard check. And it's, it's something that you would you would be normally able to figure out yeah. very quickly. But as always, ounce of prevention, pound of cure. Two grams of heroin. You know how this thing goes. Once everybody is in place, or once everybody's suited up, Harry grabs a crowbar and pulls off a manhole lid. Alright, so your target is, interestingly enough, the old Zeta Tech building. You may ask, why would Zeta Tech be interested in Kandachi servers? Answer? 
they were cheap. It's you know, it's kind of embarrassing when a company doesn't even trust their own product to run their own stuff. Go figure. All right, kids, down the ladder, off you go. Oh boy. Uh, before Barden goes down, Harry hands him a small tablet in case you guys get lost. This has got the most recent, has got the most accurate surveys of the tunnels as they exist right now, along with historical records of all the big infrastructure projects. Right just on. in case you need it. Sounds good. Alright. Down you go. Is it dark? Can we see? Uh, it is dark, but there are lights built into the Gumbies that turn on as soon as it gets dark enough. Uh, it looks like the face shields for the Gumbies are also polarized in a way so you can see a little more easily. Uh, you're standing in a, okay. in a very large tunnel. Uh, it, it's not a sewer necessarily. It looks like it might have been a, an electrical maintenance tunnel. And we have the GPS that Harry gave us that surveys the yep. tunnels. So I'm guessing we can just use that to figure out, start mapping where we're going yep. from here. It has your current location and it has your target location. If anybody has any basic tech or electronics, or sorry, just basic tech skill, uh, give me a roll for that. Otherwise, everybody give me an intelligence check. Okay. Wait. What the f... What is basic tech? My end is so bad. Oh. Yeah, you think yours is bad? <gasps> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that rocker boy end. <laughs> oh. You at least rolled well. Jesus. Alright, anybody who got a 10 or higher, you notice that on the tablet there's a small brick kind of attached to the bottom. You're going to be down underground, so GPS is probably not going to be actually working. Uh, this might actually be more like an old inertial guidance system, so there's probably going to be some errors involved, but you're definitely going to be too far down for GPS to, to get through. Only they had thought to equip it with a LiDAR back double check against their records. Dark and creepy tunnel. That's my next song. You start going through the electrical access tunnel. Uh, so far, you're doing good. Seems to be following the map. There's a junction. Uh, looks like a kind of a Y-shaped junction. Uh, one limb going straight ahead, the other going left. The map says to go left. It appears that tunnel is clear. What's in the other tunnel? The other tunnel is also clear, but it will ultimately divert you away from where you're going. Oh, that's no fun. Nope. Left it is. You continue on. The tunnel goes for about three quarters of a mile and then terminates rather abruptly. There is an access door which leads to an adjoining tunnel, and that seems to be reasonably cleared. You might have to move a little bit of rubble, but you can still keep going in the same general direction. I just kind of you're just switching tunnels. Hmm. And do we know if we're close 
at least closer than we were to the target than before. Yep. Okay. The rendezvous point that Harry had for you uh, was about five miles out from the building itself. So, you gonna clear the debris and try to open the door? Uh, yeah. Why not? It takes about ten minutes to clear away the debris. The door seems kind of jammed. Who wants to try and open it? Who has the highest... Uh, this would be a body check if you were going to be just doing... Uh, body or athletics. Body or athletics. Yeah, that ain't me. I only got a body of three. Um, I'm tr... I'm... Tr uh, what's your athletics? Uh, three. Okay. I have four in athletics. That's the only... That's the only thing. I've got a body of six. Body of... Could try shoulder checking it. I can do okay. Jeet Uh Can we do, like, multiple... Can multiple people try doing something at once? The tunnel is small enough that you can probably get two people on the, on the knob. Okay, so... I think with Doc's pure strength and my slight ability to be athletic, we might be able to pull the door open. <laughs> As you put your hand on the knob, it feels unusually cold. Not like freezing cold, but certainly cooler than the rest of the room. Not enough to be iced, right? Like, that's just... But it's cold enough for the door to be a little rigid, I guess? Uh, certainly for the door to be rigid and, and definitely cooler than the ambient air. Door is frozen like the heart of someone I once loved. Doc, I'm not sure what that Perhaps. means, but do you want to just pull this door open anyway? <laughs> It sounds like there might be some sort of refrigerant or coolant system behind there, which would be uh, sensible if somebody's storing sensitive electronics behind there. Right, but that wouldn't like be a danger for us. I, mean, I guess I'm just wondering if we're opening this door into a trap, I guess is what I'm asking. Um, I mean, I know you wouldn't know that, but like, you're a doctor? Yeah, no, I don't. So, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I don't think this the the simple uh, different differential uh, heat transfer would be enough to, to harm us. No. Okay. Simply by opening. All right. The door. If Doc says it's cool, open the door. We're gonna open the door. <laughs> I listen to my doctor. <laughs> All right. All right. Make your checks. Oh. Oh boy. I swear, I roll well in D&D. &D. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not like you rolled bad. That was just unexpected. Yeah. Yeah. I just roll... I've been rolling mediocre <laughs> today. Better than straight up once, I guess. True. <laughs> Locke, you managed to get the door open with minimal assistance from Doc. And both of you get hit with... A lot of water. Oh. There are internal Geiger counters built into the Gumbies, and they spike for a moment enough that the auto injector on your neck hisses briefly, and you feel an injection popping in. Ow! 
sensitive. Quick question. Was the door... Uh, what side were the hinges on? The hinges were on the on your side, if I remember correctly. Okay, so there's not much chance of getting that door back open or back closed. So, quick retreat. Let let the water flow. Yeah, agreed. Water spills out into the tunnel. You know, the level equalizes. You're all it quickly gets down to about an inch deep, but the Geiger counters are showing slightly elevated radiation. Well, that's not good. You'd think that we'd be able to get a couple of clicks even through the door if it was that much irradiated water. That's a good point. Yeah, maybe... Yeah. Maybe it's not as bad as we think. Perhaps that is a heavier door than we thought it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. But heavy doors do mean heavy equipment. Very true. Yeah. So, might be worth pressing on, provided the radiation does not get higher as we go. Barden looks at the map, and we still got about four miles or so to go. Wouldn't worry too awful much. Harry Keep needs going. to pick better meeting places. Why are we so far? This may be the only place their security has a hole. Probably the closest that he could get. Plus, if Zeta Tech was close to the center center, fairly close by, then, yeah, there probably wasn't a good place he could pick, just a whole bunch of bad ones. Alright, let's get going. Onwards and upwards. Well, not really. We're underground. Probably yeah, we're downwards. Going, yeah, we're underground. Never mind. Don't listen to me. Underground! <laughs> Keep an eye out for random uh, David Bowie faces. This particular tunnel goes on for another quarter mile or so before terminating in another door. There's a sign that's in pretty good shape, although it does seem it's rusted a little bit, uh, saying Night City Transit Authority. Personnel only. Do not enter. We're going to ignore the sign. I've never followed the rules before. We're going to ignore the sign, right, boss? Oh, totally, yeah. (laughs) We've never followed the rules thus far, so (laughs) we're absolutely... Clearly, this is simply (laughs) saying that Night City Transit (laughs) Authority people are not allowed to enter. Yes. It's it's talking to them. (laughs) Night City Transit Authority only... So only them have no entrance. (laughs) On we go. You try opening the door. It's a little rough, but it does give way. Uh, It looks like there is a... It looks like a subway tunnel. And it does look like there's water in there. Uh, It's about ankle deep. And it does look like water is seeping in very slowly along various cracks in the ceiling and walls. Hmm. Oh my god, I know... I'm having... Deja vu flashbacks. Uh, never mind. Don't listen to me. <laughs> I'm having I'm having a I'm having a panic moment for a second, but then I'm fine. Okay, never mind. Um. Oh God, I've seen this. Um. Oh. Uh, what am I thinking? Of? Uh, regardless. Okay, so. Uh, we're not following the subway tracks at all, are we? Obviously, because you said that those were that's knee deep in water. Barden looks at the map. Yeah, we're gonna have to go through the subway tunnel, <sighs> up out onto the street level, then jog over and down into uh, one of the storm sewers. Down into the storm sewer. Okay. 
Okay, okay. Um, so we got to go about 600 yards up the tunnel to the station entrance. Okay. Um, or to the platform, the and then from there up to the station. Gotcha, surface. okay. Okay. That we can do. On, onward. Uh, you're sloshing through the, the subway tunnel. This particular section of the subway doesn't look like it had a train running at the time. As you reach the platform, though, you do see some skeletal remains along with some tattered clothes and some very ratty-looking sleeping bags. There have been people here. Yeah, 20 years ago. Can we tell if there have been people here recently? Uh, if anybody has the tracking skill, probably, yeah. You could probably figure out how long it would take these bodies to have decomposed. Especially if this is... Is this water radioactive? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you're... You're, you're, you're slowly soaking up rads here. Yeah. So we one, we want to move quickly through this area, and two, uh, these guys have been here for quite a while because most bioorganisms that eat human flesh don't like radiation, and the ones that do take a while to settle in and uh, adapt. Okay. Fair call. Yeah. Uh, no, like you said, let's, let's, let's keep moving then. And also, yeah, you're right. These guys have been dead for a while, probably. <laughs> I mean, it's bone, so that's several months yeah. already. To say nothing of the fact that you're not looking at most other creatures coming along for a nibble. That's purely down to decomposition through microorganisms, which typically take a while to move in in highly radioactive areas. That sounds right. You said that with a level of confidence that sounds right, so I'm gonna buy it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Dead for a while. Onward! So we don't get poisoned. Radioactive yes. shit. You make your way up out of the station and b back on the street level. It's eerie seeing this part of the city. You can see the barrier walls that are closing off the old city center. They've got warning lights around them so that low-flying aircraft and you know, can't possibly run into the walls. You know, there's almost like a halo around the entire place. The sky is just a little bit darker. You can actually make out a few stars. But everything else, you see the remains of buildings. You see broken glass, twisted metal, chunks of masonry. It is truly apocalyptic. And the faint click of the Geiger counters on the Gumbies is a little unnerving at this point. Guess we gotta move pretty fast, huh? Yep. Even J45 can't come up with a song about this. I'll stop the world and melt with you. <laughs> Doc, don't be morbid. That's great, actually. Holy shit. <laughs> Barden leads you over towards the uh, the manhole cover leading into the storm sewer. He finds a chunk of metal and forces the lid up. Helps guide you, the rest of you, in there. How long is this ladder? Uh, it drops down about 30 feet. Okay. Once you're down in the tunnel, 
the tunnel itself looks like it's fairly clear. Uh, it's a storm sewer. Much like the subway tunnel, there is some seepage. Uh, the water here is almost knee-deep, and the Geiger counter is kind of clicking a little faster. We're all gonna die. Not if we keep moving quickly. Yeah. <laughs> try and stay up high. Yeah, we gotta move. Keep moving. Is this really worth it? Yes. Wow, Locke, you really want to say F you to this guy? It's not so much that I personally want to say this guy. He's going to come after the building whether or not I'm here, right? So I could be I could die tomorrow and he's still if anything, that's even more of a reason for him to take over the entire building. So all the shitty apartments in this town I had to walk into this one. Welcome. And every time they you try to get out, they keep pulling you back in. I had a purpose once, Locke. I came to town to search for the love of my life. Gee, the scavenger. And now, I'm an errand boy. You're you're an errand boy, but you're also making a name for yourself in one of the biggest cities to possibly get yourself known by G. So, I mean, yeah, like I feel like you know, I mean, I mean, yeah, I might want to stick it to Reeves, but. Once, baby steps, right? Like, I don't know. I also, I am also an errand boy. I shall write a ballad about our defeat of Reeves, and it shall be glorious. And you will reunite with your lover once more. Maybe, as if he's alive. Which he probably is. He could survive anything. To the delight of everyone else, J-45 shuts up and starts following orders. You follow the storm sewer for about a mile or so, and then you see that it has collapsed. You're supposed to be going forward, but there's apparently been a collapse, and you cannot proceed in that direction any further. To the side tunnels. There are two side tunnels. One of them looks like it, you know, it's not going directly towards the Zeta Tech headquarters, but you might be able to get there in a roundabout fashion, or at least work your way around the current obstruction. The other looks like it's way off track. Does one look like it's uh, going up higher and might get us out of this water? Because direct contact with the rads is bad, and it might be worth taking a detour if it gets us into a lower rad zone. Uh, hard to tell from your current position, but the left-hand tunnel probably has a better chance of going up. Alright, no sense in taking a, a gamble just on the hope that the, the right side uh, goes up as well. Because the left side is least out of the way and looks like it's going up, so... Let's try left. You make your way along the left-hand tunnel, and as you're going, the map is getting increasingly inaccurate. What you're seeing in the tunnel is not matching what Barden is seeing on the map, and it's a little annoying. But you do seem to be going up. You reach a, a chamber that looks like it was some kind of city maintenance pod for, for electrical services and whatnot. There's also a hole knocked in one wall, and it's pitch black inside. There is a ladder leading up to the surface at the far end of the chamber, but there's also another hole opposite of where you came out of. 
Okay. Uh, so the question is, do we want to risk the surface or keep going underground uh, with increasingly jank map data? Like, the only thing I can... My only, like, hesitation about going above ground is, like, when we went above ground before, the Geiger counter started going off again. Yeah, so yeah. I'm not really sure. Barton looks... You know, goes over the hole and kind of plays his light around. There's a ladder leading down, long way down. Can we kick a rock? See how far it goes? Sure. You kick a rock, you hear it hit what is probably the opposite side of the shaft that Barden was looking at. I shout, Echo! Down the ladder. About five or six seconds later, you get a response. Whoa. Well, Doc, how do you feel about this one? It certainly is very deep. But it might also lead to something underneath the storm sewer. Yes, no, that's... The only question is whether or not it's flooded, but if it's not, we'll be actually much more protected from the radiation if we're that deep, because radiation actually has a very hard time penetrating the ground and whatever material this is. We might actually be hitting into a uh, fortified bunker. That is a possibility. Possibly. I like that chance. Yeah. Better than outside, on above ground. So, yes. Yeah, totally agreed with that. If, yeah. Above ground will be our last resort. Cool. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. So you go down the ladder carefully, and it seems to go on forever. The blackness is just stygian. There's no power anywhere. The shaft itself is fairly big. You kind of get the feeling this might have been a cargo elevator or something at one point. Look around for signs that say Black Mesa. <laughs> no. You reach the bottom of the shaft, and as you look around, there's a pair of steel doors about 20 feet away, double doors. They're on some kind of guide or ram. And there's a lot of kanji saying, warning, keep out, authorized personnel only, in Japanese. There is also the Arasaka logo painted on the door. Oh, this is corpo space. Yeah. Give me a minute here. Barton goes over next to the doors, looks around, finds a metal plate. Yep, mechanical crank, in case the uh, electricity failed. Let's take a look. He starts turning the crank rapidly, and the doors squeal a little bit as they start to open. You're having a hard time seeing anything beyond the doors. Uh, you'll need to get up close to get a better idea. We can get a little closer. As you get up to the doors and you play your light past them, you see what looks like an amphitheater of sorts. And there is basically a half dome sweeping down with various tiles of some sort. And there is a pedestal in the exact center of the room. Pardon, where the hell are we? Are we close to the target yet, or what? Uh, no, we're about two miles off. Jesus Christ, an amphitheater? From Arasaka. This does not look good. Is there a small orb on the top of that pedestal? Because if there is, nobody fucking touch it. Uh, there's not an orb, no. Okay. There is... We're not looking at a goddamn demon core, then. Good. I'm sorry, that was so funny. There is a large, what looks like, cylinder. About the size of a dumpster. Uh, it's laying on its side. There are radiological warning symbols and stickers on it, along with more warning signs in Japanese. Hey, Slash, what rhymes with big, scary amphitheater? Because I can't think of a rhyme. Are they doing testing here? Everybody make me a perception check, please. Those who got a 15 or higher, as you're looking around and you're looking up, you see that there's a number of 
strange rods suspended in an array from a metal scaffolding. A series of hexagons. There's a couple of rods that appear to have come down and broken open. Uh, they're glass, and it looks like they were filled with something. As you get closer, you can see that the you know the uh, the tiles that you were seeing appear to be some kind of painted ceramic. All right, take your bets now. Torture chamber or weird sex dungeon? Yeah, I gotta go. Uh, weird there. sex dungeon. Science sex dungeon. So six of one, half dozen of the other. Barden shakes his head. <laughs> no, I think we're under what's left of Arasaka Tower, and. I think this is the nuke that didn't go off. Oh! Ugh. We're gonna die! No, no, we're not gonna die. If it didn't prime, it's inert. Yeah. But nobody fuck with Doc, it. Doc, I don't know what nobody any tried of to those fuck words it either. mean. This is definitely one thing we don't want to tell Harry about. Yeah. Why? Would he be mad at us? He'd want it. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I'm not from here, but even I heard the rumors. After the bomb went off here, there were rumors that there was a larger nuclear area denial weapon under Arasaka Tower. It was supposed to ensure that nobody ever got any of their records or anything. Oh. And as I'm looking at these uh, tubes, I got a really bad feeling. Because that's kind of a big bomb. I'll bet you that you know, these are heat-resistant ceramics. They don't have to be resistant forever, just long enough. And take a look at the way that the room's arranged. They were going to turn this thing into a shaped charge. When I was a kid, I was kind of morbidly interested in, in nuclear weapons and whatnot. You can actually use a nuclear weapon to power a laser. I mean, it destroys the lasing material, but if you do it right, you get a fantastically powerful laser burst. I kinda think that's what Arasaka was going for here. They didn't just want to deny the area, they wanted to utterly destroy everything. Only assuming that they got caught, right? They wouldn't just blow themselves up for no reason. Only if they thought their records were in danger of actually being seized. Hmm. Right. Yeah. And we think the guy we're working for is crazy enough to use a bomb to blow up everything? I suddenly like the idea of working for him a lot less. No, Harry wouldn't use a nuke. Doesn't mean he wouldn't sell it. Yeah, we can't really let no too many people know about this. Like, at all, yeah. period. Let's keep mum about this. It doesn't... The fizzle material still exists. Even if we dismantled the priming, somebody could right. rebuild it. Yeah. And frankly, I'm not, uh, I'm not good enough to dismantle a nuke. Come on, Barton. What are we keeping you around for if you can't dismantle a couple nukes? Shooting people in the face. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, that's good enough for me. <laughs> All right. Well, looks like we're going to have to go back up and take our chances on the street. Well, that was a cool little adventure. We found a nuke just casually underground. That's fine. Let's go back upstairs, guys. <laughs> You make your way back up the ladder, go through the electrical room, and up the ladder there, back onto the street. Barden takes a few moments to look at the map. Now that we're on the surface, can he reconnect with GPS momentarily? The tablet isn't GPS-enabled. 
Ah. We found a nuke. It kind of makes me want to puke. Wait. No, I can't release that song. Locke just said not to tell <laughs> anyone about it. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to say, you, you can say you saw a nuke. You just don't, you just can't say where, when, how, why, who you're with, what nuke it was, how big the nuke was. Got it. No nuke. <laughs> <laughs> very vague very very vague yeah after looking at the map Barden sighs and to, we're gonna have to go overland for about a mile but there's another city maintenance tunnel close by and that should run almost directly to the Zeta Tech building oh cool sounds easy enough let's get going uh, you make your way along the streets. The more that you go down the street, the creepier it is because you're not hearing any dogs, you're not hearing any cats, there's no gunfire, there's no vehicles. It is just dead silent. The only thing you're hearing are your own footsteps. And probably a steady. Yeah, the, the click of the Geiger counters. The radiation does seem to be lower over here, so that's definitely a bonus. I probably can't smoke in this suit, right? No, that's a stupid question. <sighs> no. <laughs> you, it, no, you cannot Theoretically, smoke Theoretically, you that. could attempt to do it. It would be a fucking yeah. stupid idea. It has been. <laughs> it's been a couple hours. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Trying to fall out of love with you is like trying to smoke in a hazmat suit. <laughs> you make your way along the street. You get over to the access tunnel. The tunnel goes about 100 yards and seems to have some debris blocking it. It's not completely blocking it. You can see there's open space beyond it. Probably take you about half an hour to clear it out kind of have to be extra careful mm, yeah yeah we, we can take the time because I'm assuming we're probably going to have to come out the way we came no? Barden mulls for a moment not necessarily if I know Harry then chances are that he probably anticipated we were going to be going out with the truck itself I mean yeah it's a robo truck but we can just sit on the bed mm. And the robo-trucks are scanned for going in. I don't think they're scanned for going out. When they go in, they're scanned for passengers. And if there are any, it says, nope, you can't go in. There are human beings. But I don't believe those scanning systems are present for an outbound truck. Probably has to go through an automated deco decontamination station, but other than that... Okay. I mean, yeah, I guess I'm just wondering, like... If we have the time to clear it, and if that's actually going to help us or not, question mark? Well, this is the most direct route to the building, so I'd say, yeah, it'll help us. Alright, let's start digging, folks. Alright, athletics, body? Body. Alright. Let me move my cat, who keeps trying to investigate what's going on, and let me roll. Are we all rolling or just talk? Uh, I mean, I guess everybody, everybody rolls. Yeah, I, I'd say that's probably... Yeah, everybody roll. Good roll, reindeer. So, between the six of you, uh, it does get cleaned out very quickly. 
tunnel appears to be clear. Radiation does seem to be pretty low. You can keep making your way along. Okay. How are our suits looking? Still uh, healthy green? Yep, still nice and green. Uh, you make your way along the tunnel. The tunnel continues on, but the map indicates that there is a access door that you can take which will lead down into the sub-basement, which is where you need to be to find the servers. Let's take that one, then. Everybody make me perception checks, please. Everybody who got above a 15. You go down into the access tunnel leading to the building. As you're going along, you hear voices and you hear what sounds like equipment being worked on. Hello, life sight. Hmm. Quiet talk, stealthy movement. Barden unshoulders his rifle. He starts creeping along. Yeah, Doc will get the shotgun at the ready. Give them no opportunity to shoot back. Olive, do you have your cool gun? Did you bring the cool gun? Yeah. Good. I'm gonna use it. Maybe. Do I really have to waste it on people that it shouldn't be used on? I feel like I should be killing high-profile people with this. Mm. <laughs> I'm... I'm, uh, I'm yeah. Does the scenario make it more appropriate? <laughs> it's an equal opportunity. <laughs> God damn it! Oh, rolling stealth. Oh, stealth. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Yeah. Man, my rolls today, man. Okay, wait, hold on. I can find it. Haha, <laughs> I found it. Somehow, J forty five really wasn't terribly stealthy. Am I ever? Has J-45 ever in his entire life ever done anything that could be considered stealthy? No. No, he hasn't. He even sleeps flamboyantly. Of course he does. As you make your way along, you get towards the back edge of the uh, sub-basement. You see the truck that you needed to uh, going towards. You also see half a dozen guys already raiding the truck. Huh? Raiding the truck? Already? Yep. We got beaten to it. And J-45, in his effort to uh, be stealthy... I'm sorry, guys. ...does the exact opposite and makes a terrible racket. I'm so Kicks sorry, guys! a pipe. Ding, 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 as it rolls and rolls. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and J, <laughs> you hear a familiar voice. Oh, fuck me sideways. I freeze. Not really sure what to do. Uh, hi? I thought I left your dead ass on the drift city. I, I, I wasn't dead and, and I came to find you. I've been looking for you everywhere. Yeah, I know. And you've been as subtle as a herd of elephants. Not that there are elephants around anymore, but, you know... I've heard they were actually quite subtle creatures. I was trying to get away. I was trying to leave. Quietly. I didn't think you'd be mooning over me. You... you left on purpose? Yeah. Because I got what I needed. What did you need? The artificial kidneys from your parents. See, I made, a, I made little shoulder pads out of them. They're really cool and very functional. Uh, uh, should, should we shoot him? 
<laughs> Can I take the shoulder pads as a souvenir if we kill him? <laughs> this is this is not how I expected a reunion to go. I wasn't expecting a reunion in the first place. I was trying my dead level best to avoid one. Why do you think I ran away with the skank in the first place? J45, <laughs> you have every right to shoot this fucker in the face. I, I can shoot him. shoot him. I'm in love with him. <laughs> you got a whole. Can I shoot him? You got a whole team Wait, of people no, here willing not, to shoot him. He's not worth it. Gee, oh. babe, I love you. I just needed to get close to you for the parts from your freaky parents. But... What are you even doing down here? I mean, seriously. I do this shit for a living. This is my job. I'm cool now! This is my now. career. This is my... I do cool things too now, G! I'm cool now! Really? I can confirm. I, I, you're not! I mean, took my parents' kidneys, you didn't love me at all, and... Also, you go by a dumb nickname. Your name isn't G anyway. It's... It's Gerald. Yeah, I know. I never asked for the G nickname. I just went along with it because I thought it would make it easier to harvest your parents' kidneys. Can I punch him in the face? But I love him. Yeah, doesn't... Doesn't mean... But I don't. Uh, he, tur he turned your parents... <laughs> he turned your parents' kidneys into shoulder pads. Like, you gotta shoot this guy in the face. Or beat his ass. Kidneys aren't even that large. But the cool shoulder pads. They were artificial kidneys. And those are big enough to serve as shoulder pads. <laughs> and admittedly, they do look nice. I called them. They're mine. Jay, you want to beat the shit out of him? I can't. You don't have to kill you, you don't have to kill him. You just I love you him. Know, have to wail on his hat. I can't. I love him. <laughs> and I just Barden puts puts a hand on your shoulder. I came to Night City to Find I him! Know. I love him! I'm nothing without him! I'm just some stupid kid with a loot from the Drift Cities. I just... You're cool. No! All I wanted was You're him! Cool. And you know what? I love him. We always hurt the ones we love. <laughs> Go hurt him. Gee, please, tell me this is all a lie. Please, just tell me you made all this up and... And you're just supposed to be me right now. Tell me anything other than what you're saying to me right now. <laughs> Sitting inside his own Gumby, he shakes his head. Oh, shit. Open fire. For fuck's sake. Put him out of my misery. Can I shoot him yet? Alright. Yay! Shoot stuff. Locke, you have uh, first initiative. Cool. Sorry, J45. I sh aim for the G's face with my heavy pistol. How many other targets are there? There are five other goons. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm rolling to attack. Oh, holy shit. You hit. Roll for damage. <laughs> oh, my God. Oops. Nice. Uh, you definitely hit him. You catch him in the upper shoulder. <laughs> Sends one of the uh, kids flying. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. I'm so sorry. I know they're artificial, but I'm so sorry. Slash. Yotan. Uh, is G still alive? Yeah, he's still alive. I'm gonna take a shot then. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's an asshole. I'm gonna shoot him. Uh, uh you miss. Critical failure. All sorry, right. Pete. This just ain't my day. And it happens. Barton takes a shot at uh, one of the other goons with his rifle. Uh, he hits. 
definitely gets a good body shot on him. Goons make their own attack. Um, lock, make me an evasion roll, please. Uh, should be under combat. They miss. Doc, your turn. All right. I'll aim at the same guy that uh, Barden attacked. Try and get uh, fewer, you know, bodies uh, firing back. That hits. All right. Uh, roll for damage. To whom it may concern. Uh, you drop one of the. You drop the goon that Barden shot. Okay. There are now four goons, and if you stop firing, let none of mo- no more of you will die. G forty five. I don't join the fight. I refuse to accept this. Is G... Is he on his feet or is he on the ground? He's still on his feet, although he is kind of bleeding all over the place. I step up to him, look him straight in the eyes, and say, No, I don't accept this. I became a musician because I wanted to change the world. And this... This is what I want to change, because this is what I want. You, join us. Come with us. It's a better job than scavenging stuff. We have real work, real money, a place to stay. We're working for a good cause. We're working to make things better here. And maybe you can get to know me. You know, maybe, okay, maybe I was a little star-eyed over you before. Maybe I wasn't. I was young and a little obsessed and weird. But come work with us instead. Get to know me and, I don't know, actually open up your damn ears and listen to one of my songs for once and maybe you can see I don't suck as much as you thought I did. Please. Roll me a persuasion check, please. He growls and snarls and says, No. I am not going to join you, especially after you assholes shot me! And he takes aim at you. Uh, He takes aim at you with a shotgun. Uh, roll me an evasion, if you would, please, G45. I don't dodge out of the way. I st- I'm not dodging it. This is the love of my life. I don't care. If I'm gonna die, then he's gonna get me. You catch the blast pretty thoroughly. He hits you pretty severely. You, know, you just you take the whole blast. If you would, uh, roll me just a reflex save, if you would. Is that just the stat check on the basic? Okay. You do take the whole blast. You are knocked down, but you don't take any further okay. injury. Olive. Um. At least J45 is now out of the way, so you don't have to worry about hitting him. I'm just going to follow suit with everybody else and shoot this guy in the face. Alright, only an attack. Uh, can I still use the loveless uh, is it would be a heavy pistol uh, it's a very heavy oh. pistol uh, it's got speci- you oh have, you there have specific it is stats for that well one. i didn't put those in there yeah <laughs> no, okay so i roll an attack god damn it i hope that hits uh it does hit roll for damage oof oof big oofs yeah he goes down the other goons see their boss going down and they decide to leg it. I'm gonna go over and check on... The Gumby has definitely been ruptured. You can see there's a, a warning light flashing on the uh, auto-inject... You know, it has, it has already injected J45 with anti-rad meds, but it's also sensing that there is a constant radiation... You know, that there is a basically a suit leak. Uh, I will patch... I mean, I'm sure I've got some sort of adhesive strip that I can pet. Uh, it would be stupid not to have anything of that sort in our standard gear. 
You can patch up injuries, but a repair kit for the Gumbies would be very specialized. I'm not saying a repair kit. I'm saying, like, emergency, like, patch tape. It's standard issue on existing NBC gear. I don't know if you have that much patch tape. J-45 got hit with a shotgun, so... It's not a it's not a single bullet wound or bullet hole. It's shredded all across the torso area. Hmm. We've got a truck. We call in the robo truck. Yeah. Or do we? Barton goes over to the other truck that uh, seems to have been left behind by the scavengers. Son of a bitch! They trojaned their way in. They used a standard robo truck and they basically lobotomized it, hid themselves inside, and made it look like. Just a standard robo-truck. Wow, clever bastards. Do they have any spare suits in there? Uh, looking. No, but they do have, uh, looks like they've got a repair kit. It'll have to do. Yeah. Alright. Barton hands you the repair kit, Doc. Yep. First aid? Uh, yeah. You have stabilized... J-45. I will also attempt to uh, stabilize if I can. No, he's an asshole. He's dead and an asshole. Oh, I'm not I'm not saying to to save his Look, life. I tried. Like, long term. I tried. Okay. All right. I was thinking maybe we could get information. Oh, that's him. actually a good idea. Mark. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe <laughs> stabilize him a little bit. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Mostly stabilized. You stabilize Gerald. I'm also giving his shotgun to J45. Seems like a, a reasonable uh, trophy. Yeah. And figuring out where the, the, the robo-kidneys went off to. J45, I think, gets first dibs on that. One, one of them is still on his suit. Uh, yeah. they're, they're actually in just kind of a, a semi-harness that goes over the shoulders. Apparently he likes wearing them at all times and wants them visible no matter what he's wearing. Uh, the other robo-kidney is off in a corner somewhere. Uh, Locke? Hello. You might want to uh, take a quick look at the uh, at the truck and see about uh, getting it loaded up. There does seem to, There's probably a, a load-up routine that they have. There is a small mechanical crane mounted near the back of the cab. Yeah, I remorsefully go and pack up the truck. Feel bad that J-45's you know, bleeding out. Stabilized, bleeding out. But, yeah, gonna scurry on over to the truck. Make me a perception check, if you would. As you're passing by the servers, you know, on your way to the truck, to uh, Jerry's truck, you notice that there is a large rent or tear in the casing of a couple of the servers. I examine that further? Uh, looks like the edge of the shotgun blast that hit J-45 carried past and went into the servers. Some of them or all of them? Hard to say. Right now the servers themselves are kind of wrapped up in plastic, but the plastic has been shredded. The outer casing on at least two of them has been ripped open. Okay, well we can still work with that. Um... If there are any usable parts... Uh, maybe. At this point, it's... Yeah, I mean, problem. we have what we came for. He's gonna give a shit, but whatever. It's not really our... <laughs> we, it's not like we saw this coming. We didn't know that they were gonna Trojan horse their way in at the same time we were gonna raid the truck, so... Alright, let's get these servers loaded up. Barden kind of stands over Gerald for a minute. 
seems to be mulling what he might want to do. You know, I'm not much of a talker. I have no real facility for interrogation. Frankly, I'm an asshole. I do know somebody who does have a facility for interrogation. And you know what? He is going to be pissed. Barden looks over at you, Doc, and then at you, Slash. Load this piece of shit onto the bed. I'm sure Harry will have some very enlightening conversations with him once we get out. Yeah, just... I'll take his legs. I'll get him by the shoulders. Carefully. Carefully. Don't want to jostle him too much. Be a crying shame if he bled to death before Harry got a crack at him. I'm sure he'll want him healthy before he's broken. The loading process for the servers takes about half an hour. There are a total of six servers. Two of them are damaged. Uh, you can't be sure how much internally. doesn't look like it carried through into the other servers, which is probably good, but may present problems later. Uh, Locke, once uh, everything's loaded up, uh, you've probably got the best driving skill to make for the rendezvous point. Sounds good. As long as we're not expecting any other visitors. No, no, I don't imagine we are. Doc, how's J-45 looking? Stable, but largely unresponsive. I don't think that's necessarily a medical response, though, strictly speaking. Understood. Well, let's go onward and upwards to the rendezvous point. You drive very carefully out of the sub-basement and up the ramp back onto the street. Barden's map does have the overland route that the robotruck should have been following initially. The gate scans the truck briefly but does not stop you leaving. You drive on and about 20 minutes later you meet up at the second rendezvous where Harry is waiting. Get out of the truck and he's a little surprised. Surprised? Why? Didn't think we'd do it? No, uh, you didn't activate the beacon. For a second there, I thought you guys were, you know, buried underground or something. Um. And yet, I see a truck here. What am I missing? Found a truck. Also, J45's ex, kind of an asshole. Really? Was he trying to swipe my load? Um, yeah, you could say that. Yes, but more importantly, he was rude to J45. Well, you know, I'm not super big on discourtesy, so I can understand it. Not a fan of it. But stealing from me, that I kind of get a little upset about. Not only did he try to steal from you, he shot at two of them too, in the crossfire. So, uh, yeah. Oh. He gets a very stormy look on his face. Locke, I know accidents happen. I know that people get itchy trigger fingers and occasionally have bad aim. And since it wasn't any of your people that seemed to have done this, it would be churlish of me to uh, to fault you for that. So I'm not. I'm disappointed! But I'm not going to take it out on you. You can take it out on him. We actually have him alive and ready for you, if you want to take a swing at him. Oh, I'm, I'm not going to take a swing at him. He goes over to G and looks down at him. I'm not going to kill you, asshole. But you're going to wish I had for a long time. And after that, you're going to fear. You're not going to be afraid that I'm going to kill you. You're going to be afraid that I won't. He looks over at you, Locke. I got a decon shower set up just around the corner there. You guys uh, get cleaned up and grab your stuff and then 
get out. Right on. And uh, apologies for any inconvenience. We uh, didn't really know that the fucking truck was being Trojan horsed. You know what I mean? Could have gone a lot worse. But, uh, yeah. Life's a bitch. And then you come to Night City. He gets in the truck and uh, drives off, leaving you near the decontamination shower. Barton goes in, washes down, gets out of the Gumby. I'll take J45 in. Wash him down, yep. trying not to let water get into the wounds and make things worse. Get him out of the Gumby. Get him patched up. Guessing that the rest of you are going to go through decon. Oh, hell yeah. Get cleaned oh, up. yeah. Totally. Once that's done, well, you got a bit of a walk to get back to Locke's car. But you make it without any further incident. And I'm guessing you're going to head back to the apartment building. Yeah, probably. Bring J45 back so she can rest up. Yep. Yeah, get him patched up and get him some bed rest. Therapist, maybe. Yeah. Barton goes up to the roof, and just kind of sitting and having a beer. That was heavy. Yep. Locke, are you uh, yeah. up on the roof there sick. as well? Or? Barton looks at you. Hey, Locke. Do me a favor. Yeah. Not one living soul knows about that nuke. Understood. No one. Not even your boss. Nobody. What nuke? Haha. <laughs> No, yeah. I, uh... I never saw a nuke. Sounds good to me. The echo still resounds. Cyberpunk Red was designed and written by Mike Pondsmith, James Hutt, Cody Pondsmith, Jay Parker, Jay Gray, Jay Kovac, and David Ackerman. It is published by R. Talsorian Games and is available at your nearest friendly local game store or online at drivethroughrpg.com. Opening music is by Kraftamt. Closing music is by Donnie Drost. If you enjoyed this podcast, please like and subscribe or visit our website at gameluster.com. This has been Cyberpunk Red, Nephilim Echo, a tabletop podcast production from Game Luster.